Hello, this is Quincy Stallworth for Kingsley Questions. Uh, we're produced by Anchor.fm, a subdivision of Spotify. You can find our podcast, subscribe and like. Today I have on Koof Knotts, a legendary hip-hop artist, poet, writer, based out of Brooklyn and Philadelphia area. And also we have Christine Elise, a talented singer-songwriter, an incredible musician, and an awesome harpist. Not that I know too many of them at all. <laughs> Together, they have taken the world by storm. This duo has performed all around the world. They are one of today's fastest emerging alter alternative artists out now. Uh, they've even opened for uh, Lauren Hill, The Roots, Common, Wyclef Jean, where I first heard them, and uh, Bruce Springsteen. And yeah. Christina Lee's, how you guys doing there? Hey. What's up, brother? How you feeling? <laughs> I've have seen better days. It is hot, and if yeah. you're in a room without an air conditioner, you it, it are sorry. <laughs> how are you guys doing? And where are you hunkered down at? We're doing good. Um, around Philly. Yeah, yeah. We uh, yeah. the past three months we were in Jersey. Uh, in uh, Asbury Park. Ah, oh, that's a nice. It's a nice music scene up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were uh, we were by. It was good to be by the water. Yeah, yeah, and and you know that the wind disperses the virus, so you know you're safer out on the beach now <laughs> that they say there you go. than you are in the city. So I'm about to just quit my job and move to the beach. <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, you guys, your style of singing and lyrical flow isn't it isn't uncommon, but it ain't cheap either the way you do it. <laughs> and there's no known there's no known format for what you guys do together. What influenced your style? Um, well, I think uh, so. I think the influences um, from both of us are a bit different, but um they both play into the music that we make. Like um, I'm, I'm big on 90s hip hop. I grew up on 90s hip hop. Uh, my brother listened to hip hop in the house. Um, but then also my grandmother was a gospel singer and played church music all the time. So, so anything that was soulful and had like, you know, a, a nice beat or a positive message, I was really drawn to and inspired by. So I, I, that part is, is what I bring to the project. Um, what about Christine? Yeah, and I've been influenced by a variety of artists. Um, in the harp world, Joanna Newsom is a big inspiration. Um, she plays and sings and has that unique vibe. Um, a lot of Motown, the Ohio players, mm -hmm. um, all the way to uh, my improvisation style really developed through my world of music therapy so a lot of influencers who are um impro like improvised through that hmm. you know uh i whenever i listen to just about everything you guys put out in the last few days i could probably write a book on your music that's how much i've listened to it, <laughs> including christine elise's solo album which was incredible and it's on itunes uh but Koof flow is dark and omni uh, very ominous. It's very it's a very heavy, soulful, dark presence. 
And Kristen Elise has this incredible light and comfort, <laughs> uh, spiritual uh, uh, presence in her voice as you guys collaborate together. You guys did an incredible collaboration with an artist I was listening to uh, today. You did two songs on his album. And um, I had to download the album immediately after. His name was, um, Jesus, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through my notes. Uh, oh, M.H. The Verb. Uh, you guys appeared on uh, his Space Ninja uh, album. That, yeah. that work is incredible. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what force drove you guys. <laughs> you guys, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Marvel's characters, Cloak and Dagger. But that's your vocal sound together. It's like <laughs> you have one who's dark, heavy, and cold, and you have this sharp and light spirit uh, inside of him. And she emerges to, to, to fight off uh, villains. Very, I mean, in, in, interstellar base was incredible. Uh, and, 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 so M- and, 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 MH is like, he used to be a Philly, uh, Philly dude, but he lives out right? in the Bay Area now. And, and I've just I've known him for years. So uh, Christine and I were out in Colorado, and he happened to be out there touring as well. So we went in the studio with him and and, and knocked those out. Um, yeah, it's always it's always fun collaborating. Yeah, well, I'm a fan of his now too because yeah. uh, I listen to the album over and over. Nice. And uh, you guys, you guys were just like tight on there. And Christine with the hooks, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a murder. It was a murder. It was a murder before it even happened. And, and, and so, you know, what, what, what drives, what unseen force drives you guys to produce music at the level that you do? Because, and I, I ask this question because there are so many people with this, with, I would say equal amount of gear, but not even a quarter of the drive. What drives you guys to have this? You guys have a, a like a quality control right. of a production as if though you are a huge machine. But from <laughs> what I can tell, there's only two of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, in the songwriting process, it's pretty mutual that um, we both write the songs that we create. And that usually starts it. Um, so sometimes I'll write a hook and then Koof will write the verses to go with that. Or he'll come to me with the verses and I'll create a hook. And uh, it's pretty balanced that like either one is not written first. It, it's a mix. Yeah. You know, your hooks are so infectious and good, Christine, <laughs> that it, 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 and don't take this as flattery, but this is where you are at in my hook department, <laughs> neat dog level. You're on that neat dog level. <laughs> so, <What's up? laughs> I, I, I really, really like the way you were doing the hooks on this uh, MH and the, Ver- <laughs> MH the Verb album. It is like, it is really solid. Um, yeah. I'm going to ask you guys, are you guys independent artists or are you a part of a label? Were you ever a part of a label? Yeah, we're, we're independent. At one point I was, um, I was on two different labels. Um, one was Mad Dragon. That was like okay. uh, 2010 to 2012, I guess. Maybe okay. 13. Um, that was the first um, college run music label. Um, okay. It was run out of Drexel University. It was it was pretty cool. Um, after that, I was signed to Rope Dope Records, 
Um, and I worked with them for a couple of years and then um, I've just been independent since then. And, and uh, this project Christine and I worked on and put out, we've been doing everything independently. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, we, the music industry has been described as a super massive black hole, a machine that needs to be fed and that is its sole purpose to feed off its brightest stars that circle it. Yeah. How do you keep from falling into the corporate world of metadata-based stream sales? Yeah, well, you know, um, so I'll just say for this first album we did, um, Mm -hmm. we didn't put it on any social, we didn't put it on any any outlets that were digital, right? Um, Mm -hmm. We toured for almost two years before we put it like we had the album and since we were touring so much we just sold it at shows yeah that way everything there was no middleman it was just us giving the people that it came to see the shows the music um and then if they wanted to take it and share it that was even better um but we purposely didn't put anything on any digital outlets but then um i guess about almost two years in we put like five songs online. Um, uh, and then the next album we do, we'll probably, you know, put do the whole thing online. But we just wanted to see, uh, you know, how, how we could control, uh, you know, monetizing the music is, is the best we could and, is, and, is, and as much as we could. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But then also, though, you know, it's like a double-edged sword because everyone gets their music through through the digital outlets. Yeah. So if you want mm-hmm. if you want to reach a bigger population and a wider, broader audience, then you naturally have to put it on the digital outlets. So right. So right now we have you know the five songs from our album on there, and then you know songs we've done with other people that are on there. Um, and then with this album coming up, uh, the album is called Seven. We'll put that, we'll do a digital uh, release with that. Oh, I can't wait till that album comes out. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're I'm excited on, about that. I was listening to uh, everything for your, um, your Higher Grounds EP, Spirit uh-huh. Walk, Lead the Way, oh, yeah. and then Time Slipping. Yep, yep. The production value on there is like, it's on a, <laughs> a, a real serious level. Who does your production? Um, so most of the songs on that album are are like all different producers. Um, okay. A couple from Philly, some from overseas, one in New York. Um, so what happens is we'll get the track um, and then Christine uh, will write parts on it uh, with her harp or add keys. Uh, we have a two guys we work with called Trap Rabbit. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times they'll come in and add keys or drums or, you know, uh, and, and we'll build it up. It's a uh, solid work and uh, whatever your process is, don't change it. Don't add tomatoes to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Okay. So, okay. You guys do all of that, but how do you know it's good? I mean, who's the quality quality control group that makes sure every bag of chips is not filled with more air than chip. Who who's who does that? The the live audiences. Yeah. <laughs> ah. 
<laughs> so if it's a if it's a song that it feels like people were going to the bathroom and taking a break, yeah. uh, we know not to do that song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. You can <laughs> uh, I'm gonna reintroduce you guys, and then we're gonna take a commercial break. Uh, I am with Koof Knotts, a legendary hip hop artist and poet and writer out of Brooklyn and Philadelphia area. He and Christina Lee are a duo together, and with Christina Lee as well, she's a talented singer, songwriter, musician, and hook. Hookologist <laughs> for all hip hop songs. Uh, this is King Say Questions, and we will be back after these commercial matches. Hi, I'm with this is King Say Questions. This is Quincy Stallworth. I am with Kuth Knotts, talented singer, songwriter, musician, hip hop artist, and Christine Elise. The greatest hookologist since the great late Nate Dog. <laughs> I want to ask you guys about uh, your plans to release your new album. You already talked about it a little earlier, mm-hmm. but you talked about Seven. Yeah. Why Seven? Um, well, Seven is a number that's always been kind of a, a special number to myself. Uh, mm-hmm. But then we also you know, added in the, the spiritual aspect of it. And then the, the, it's seven songs on the album. And each song, um, we kind of had a theme behind mm-hmm. these, seven, these seven words. And, and we built the album off that. That sounds incredible. And kind of like a movie I saw. <laughs> yeah, seven. Yeah. Please, please let the words be positive and uh, <laughs> nobody gets hurt. <laughs> um, my wife and I watched the video you guys had, which is like the best video <laughs> in the world called, uh, I believe, M-A-G-I-C. And it's a roller skating video. Oh, and it's, it's, yes. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. Someone put that together. Yeah. Someone used. Really? Put it together. Yeah, yeah. We actually didn't have anything to, to do with it. But uh, someone that knows Christine uh, reached out to her and was like, hey, I put something together. Yeah. Um, Emily Alvarisi, she is an amazing person. She's a music therapist. But um, she took on roller skating as a way to just get through the stress of grad school. And it's just taken off. And now she is um, making videos and and just being awesome and doing things. With it. <laughs> well, well, it's uh, it's uh, we we had fun watching it. I don't know why watching people roller skate and, and, and do stunts was fun. <laughs> But it was just, it was just energetic. It was really, it was really, it was really something good to see at the lo- at the end of a long, hot day in Philly. That's awesome. <laughs> now, now these next two questions are for Christine Elise exclusively. <laughs> so, Koof, I need you to like sit back, okay? <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> Look, Christine, yeah. the heart is a commitment, okay? Yeah. It's it's not an easy thing. No one wakes up one day <laughs> and they're like. Bob Dylan played the guitar. I'm going to take on the heart. I mean, first of all, why the heart? Uh, so um, when I was in middle school, I used to accompany the school choir. Um, okay. And 
I played piano a lot. That was my first instrument. When hmm. choir teacher noticed that, you know, um, I really enjoyed music and, and like playing piano, she wanted to take on the harp. And she said, you know, uh, you should take on the harp too. And I was like, the harp? Like, who the heck plays the harp? <laughs> and she's like, exactly. That's why you should take it up. Uh, so I started it in high school. And I still continued with piano as my main instrument. But harp was like saved and reserved as like a self-expression instrument to improvise on. So um, even though I have some classical training on it, I really reserved it for like deep creativity. You know, there are going to be some of my nephews and nieces who are in music programs and they needed to hear that because there are plenty of instruments that everyone's like, oh, who's playing the um, trombone or the tuba? <laughs> but hey, look. Christina Lises, and she's a hookologist. <laughs> um, is, are you, do you have to take steroids to pick those things up? I mean, because they are humongous. Well, um, I used to be a lot stronger and <laughs> because I used to pick it up all the time and uh, now who carries it as a gentleman? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, he, he's a great guy. <laughs> I lost my muscles. How many harps do you own? Um, I own two. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's better than ten. Yeah. So, all right, now, Coop, you can come back. You guys can uh, ask the questions together. All right. <laughs> all right, let's let's talk about the future. You are, we already talked about what you're working on. Yep. But and we know that a lot of shows have been canceled due to the pandemic. But yeah. what's next? Mm. So I think, well, we're finishing up an album, um, but at the same time, we're working on like a lot of music. We've been, mm. we've been writing a lot of music and recording stuff. Um, we just did a remake of PM Dawn's um, oh. Set Adrift. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for that. <laughs> I, I I I would I can't wait I can't wait. <laughs> um. So yeah. So we'll we'll be putting music out, but we're just we're 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 looking to figure out now how because a lot of stuff that we were supposed to do got pushed to 2021. We still don't know. Yeah. Still don't know yeah. if that's going to happen. We had um. So we're we're figuring out you know how to navigate and and still be stay relevant and and right. with with people that are interested in our music um yeah so we do some live streams we don't do a lot uh we kind of stayed away from that um just because right. of sound so the sound it, it's just sometimes it's a hard thing with, with with the computer and live streaming so we've done right. we've done a few and they were they were great, but I don't think we're gonna do a whole lot. Yeah, don't push it, don't push it. You, I, I got you. Well, I know this about your fans. All of your fans are very protective of you. So no matter <laughs> so no matter what you do, you'll be able to get away with it. So if you decide to do like a uh, a rubber band string band, <laughs> I think 
all of your fans will be defensive, and then anyone who says anything different will curse them out. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the shutdown some more. Bands are getting closer as they collectively work uh, together to continue practice via Zoom, Google Meets, and, and now they're seeing their bandmates as family members. Mm. I'm hearing traveling comedians who no longer tr- can travel are telling me how um, after an initial fight with their spouse or partner, <laughs> they, they begin to reintroduce themselves to one another and have become closer. My wife and I have been developing, even after we had like, we had a, we had a moment, we had like this, like looking at each other, like we were going to like shoot each other and, and, and blow each other up. <laughs> and then we came to this beautiful, uh, uh, deeper understanding of one another. Right. And I'm, I, I imagine that has to be happening amongst musicians and songwriters. Yeah. So my question is, how has the shutdown contributed to the future growth in the, of, of health in your musical duo? Um, I think that for the past two years, we were on the road almost constantly. Um, so there was a lot of going to place to place and, and planning and figuring out schedules. Um, so I miss that immensely. But this time has allowed to kind of ground and stop for a moment and create. Um, in the beginning, it was specifically just like, a ground and and take a pause and then it started to evolve into creating um so just more space to reflect on the project um and soak in what we've done so far where we're gonna go and simply create music because like that's essentially our love and why why we're doing all of this yeah that's awesome i also think it allowed us to um, to try our hands in in other stuff artistically. Like um, Christine created a project called the Free Project, where she uh, had people send in videos telling her their uh, definition of freedom, and so she mm-hmm. she would she created music to it, and I put visuals to it. Um, so that was something that that you know, this time down allowed us to do and, 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 you know, put our energy into um, outside of, of, of making music for, for this project. Um, Well, I know seven is going to be hot, but I can't wait for eight (laughs) because I believe that what you did on seven probably was uh, pre shutdown, but what's going to come out of eight is going to be something (laughs) it's going to be something more magical and more intimate and I'm I'm looking forward to that. Indeed. I also uh, like for the future, you know, a lot of a lot of really talented musicians like yourself who uh, who focused on independent event focused on being independent eventually became deeper and, and greater production companies like I don't know if you guys are familiar with a, a trio called The Matrix, and they make all of these like um, these pop production songs. Where do you see guys see yourselves getting more involved in in the future, the production side or the continued stage performance? Uh, I think you know. I think it's split down the middle. I I mean, me personally, I love I love being in the studio. <laughs> um, okay, I love, I love putting stuff together. 
Um, so yeah, at some point I'd love to be sitting behind a big board mm-hmm. in a studio <laughs> recording people and, and, you know, uh, putting my energy into that. Um, also putting, putting shows on, putting mm-hmm. shows together. Um, I really enjoy that. We also been building a community outreach performance project as part of it. Um, so on tours, going to different things like doing school residencies and yoga yeah. classes and um, things that are more related to a workshop style, um, like going to businesses and doing professional development. So that that is something that we've been working on and uh hope to grow in the future very cool i want to thank you christina lees and kuf knots i really appreciate your time thank you guys for this interview i promise you it'll after i edit it it will be up and broadcasted on spotify for all your fans to see Uh, thank you so much for your time thank you (laughs) you guys take care of yourselves uh i won't hold you up any longer i'm gonna just cut you off and hang up and talk to you later okay All right, be well, guys. All right, peace. All right, bye-bye. Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day, and brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help, and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs.com.